How do you pick a real estate agent? Yes, so that could be a couple of different things. Agents are now probably better educated as well as to what properties are going to sell for. Talking about it over coffee when we used to just catch up for coffee and not record it. You talk about it in a way that's accessible and easy to listen. If you've if you've been in your career for a short while, how do you take yourself to the next level? Yeah, um, it was Start really a podcast. Good. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, epic this voice week part. on the property part. <laughs> guys welcome back to the property pod your accessible and easy way into the property market with your host aaron horn and i've got my two real estate agents at the desk pat and john how hey, are we guys gentlemen feeling good wow so that was energized you're obviously loving this nice weather which yeah, is yeah i am actually because i um because i've been doing you know, been doing the exercising and stuff as well it feels nice to actually put on some sunscreen again i was gonna say for um, a, for a scottish pale man yeah you're loving the, the sun yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I can honestly say I am. Waking up to the sun as opposed to alarms, that feels good. Yeah, no, we're having having quite a bumper week here in, in Hobart, kind of record temperatures at the moment, which is it kind of feels like that mid-February type of heat. Yeah. Like it's that where school's just about to go back, back, so now the good weather's back. That's it. But we're getting that early. We'll see. But, well, this is just the just leading into this. What I want to know is I know you guys aren't Dr. Carl or anything, but I want to know, can you catch hay fever? Why you think you're getting it worse this year? I've never had it before, ever in my life, and this year I'm sneezing my bejeebas off. Well, what was that case in Melbourne where they they had the really heavy rain, and there was a friend of mine who did get hay fever, and then it really disturbed all the pollen um, in a, like a lot. I worse. remember this, yes. And so even people that never had hay fever were getting hay fever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling like that's happening down here. I know it's zero real estate related, but it's, I just need to get it off my chest. It's just I, been killing me. Well, I've got nothing. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm no expert. You got nothing? No. Yeah, no. I know your. I know Abby gets hay fever pretty so does, bad. So does Parker. Yeah. yeah, Sarah gets it horribly, and I thought maybe it's like if you uh-huh. the ones you love have it, you catch it out of. You know how you can get sympathy feelings. And I reckon stuff like that's that. what it is, mate. Maybe yeah. I've got sympathy. Um, sympathy hay fever. <laughs> You never know. That, but, mate, that makes sense to me. You never know. But, look, it's been cracking weather down here. The real estate market has been going gangbusters. It's been mm. kind of absolutely heaving. And, Pat, you've got some news about 414. Yeah. New exciting name we've changed. Yeah. So the 414 Real Estate is now 414. Property Co. The Property Co, yeah. So I decided it was about time, 15 years in operation. We've got the McGregors that have come on board and we yeah. thought, why not? Let's make a name change and try to freshen things up a little. Yeah. So it's, a, it's amazing to look around. Like I know that you've been working on it and we've been working in the shadows a little bit on kind of um, just freshening up the brand and kind of bringing it to a, not like a modern but I guess contemporary kind of version of I know we discussed yeah. the idea of real estate feels like your 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 dad's business or feels like an old man kind of game real estate but company now is kind of based around you know your your property management department is bigger than your sales department you've got all this kind of life and vibrance yeah I think our average age now is thirty seven or thirty eight years old so. We thought it's time to try, you know, spruce up the brand a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's amazing the the splash of colour. Even just um, like if you've been into offices here at Four One Four Property Co, you'll notice that it used to have a kind of a quite a dark, um, really big overlay over one of the walls, and and just yeah. by putting this mint colour into the into the space there, it's kind of just lightened up the whole space and changed the whole dynamic which I guess talking about summer perfect time to do it yeah, yeah, yeah. and talking about how kind of how do you get your house ready to sell 
it's amazing how just the change of a color, like it completely changed the made reception feel way brighter. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it really goes to show so, that if someone so comes in and says, you know, this is the way to, to change your house, like oh, take take that really dark blue wall out and and give it a, a mint color, it's or even just a white. Yeah, yeah, just freshens things up, makes it brighter. Well, that's the thing. If we're uh, we're expecting the, our clients to do, um, you know, we'll, we'll make these changes. Well, I suppose we'll just lead the way and do it with the office and the brand as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's a really interesting thing as well. It's kind mm. of amazing to see property management department like they've all kind of galvanized in this new kind of their uniforms have changed. Yeah, the um, yeah. the way that they're kind of operating it's really really cool to see a um, a cohesive unit from two companies like you know we started off obviously mm. we're friends we've all been together and known each other for years and you've been working in separate businesses coming together it really feels like this is kind of a galvanizing moment um, yeah, 4414 and I think that was the idea we wanted to get to a point where it felt like it belonged to everyone not yes. um, one brand or another so yeah like um, obviously we could have changed the name completely but there's been a lot of money spent and years spent exposing 414 so we just decided to freshen it up a little I guess yeah, well, yeah. Well, I like. Um, I do love the idea too that it can evolve on a daily basis with the different colours that. Um, and like we've all got. It just seems silly, but I've got the uh, the pink business card, whereas Dad's got the pearl business card, and oh, I really like it. Um, and I've, I've already had like quite a lot of people reach out and say, "Hey, that, what you guys have done looks really good." Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, our concept is we don't actually have a colour anymore. Yeah. So our colour is just our logo, which is either black or grey or white. If Cassie's listening, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not black. It's ninety percent black. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an interesting interesting thing this kind of brand color like i know you can kind of think of coca-cola and stuff like that like mm. there's some really mega corporations that will kind of trademark a color sort of thing and yeah, it'll yeah. kind of become the thing but if, it, if you even think of apple the original apple logo is the apple but it used to have the rainbow the colors, rainbow colors through it, it and mm. then they've kind of stripped that out to become like this silhouette of what it is yeah it's interesting as a um color theory idea or the idea of kind of brand recognition mm. You could see the red on something. You're like, oh, that is Coca-Cola. Mm, mm. Whereas I think the idea of taking that kind of, oh, we've got this certain real estate company's colour and being like, no, we're fluid and we will mm. roll with anything and, yeah. and make it work. Like you were discussing an idea of having the signboards that the vendors can choose. Yeah. If they have a preference, they'll be like, oh, I'd really like a, a purple one. Yeah, so it. we're starting with four colours in our range um, and then depending on what happens in trends, we'll take one out, put one in. Um, but we did spend a lot of time thinking about colours and we ended up with the pastel colour range for a couple of reasons. One, we decide, we looked at our demographic and who makes our decisions and mm. I looked just at my own family. I know my wife makes a lot of decisions. So yep. I wanted to create a brand that was attractive to a lot of females out there. So okay. because That's funny of, because... Most of us blokes were just like, it, yep, it, if you're happy with that, it I'm is happy what it with is. that. So. It is what it is. Um, and look, that's not trying to put it in any other way no. apart from the fact that most guys are really relaxed and they just agree with their partner. So... Yep. Um, the second thing we looked at is we wanted calming colours, so we didn't mm. want aggressive colours that made people feel uncomfortable. So, you know, you're signing a contract or you're dealing, making a massive decision, we want it to make it feel like it was... Yeah, rather than kind of having mm. that overarching kind of demon above you on the mm. shoulder being yeah. like, sign, 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 it's yeah. kind of like... Let's well, let's do this in a calm, yeah, so easy way. Make the right decision, and that's why we brought those pastel colours into the office. We're trying to make it feel like a, a welcoming space, make it feel relaxing, make it hopefully less stressful for someone when they are making that decision to sign a pro. Well, I remember hearing this once before. It said um, back in the day, it used to be you know 
Um, and the old days was the the husband would make the decision. So you had to win the husband to win the business. Then it became you had to win the wife to win the husband to win the business. Then it became you had to win the kids to win the wife to win the husband to win the business. But then now it comes right down to you have to win the pets to win the kids to win the wife to win the husband to win the business. So I just more than I reckon as far as I'm concerned, these colours are going to appeal to pets more than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought pets couldn't see colour. No, but that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, it's I re- like it. I, it's really yeah. cool. It, it's actually, I feel like it's brought everyone together in the yeah. place and there may have been kind of pushback on, oh, I don't want the pink, I don't that want the purple happens. and stuff. And then there's always going to be kind of backwards and forwards on stuff like that. But mm. it's really cool to see the 414 real estate grow kind of into your own mm. um, place, Pat. Well, well, hmm. think, the thing too, like now with that the property company entity to it, um, is that now we've you know we've got the property management sales, and now we're moving into commercial and strata management. So there's a, and and media. So it's quite it's an exception to diverse con- uh, company. Yeah, and I guess that's why we looked at property company rather than just real estate because we're more than just real estate. Yeah, um, absolutely. We work with developers and development work. We look for subdivisions. We we are in more than just selling houses or renting houses. Mm. So. I don't think the word the, real estate probably just doesn't fit what we are anymore. We're a marketing company. We're a promotion business. We're yeah, yeah. so much more to us than just selling houses. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're flexible with your colours and you're flexible with your operations and what you do. So it's kind of a, a really good fit on that front. And I'll also t-shirts out the front if someone gives me some. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. Like you know, when you go to a concert and you come out and there's those guys selling the oh, bootleg yeah. t-shirts. Of like, <laughs> I'm thinking about if someone comes into the office, they got to leave through the gift shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, inspired for my trips to Disneyland. <laughs> well, speaking of people coming to the offices, we do have an open door. We've got a really nice setup in there now. Yeah, yep. And if you are out there listening and you were interested in in just popping in and checking out and leaving with a house <laughs> yeah. or a t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> pop on in. Pop on in. We're always here. There's always someone about. We'll happily go through everything and come and check out our vibrant colours. We've well, you can even have a go on the pinball machine if you really want to. Yep, or have a photo in the pod studio well, and pretend you're on the mics. That's oh, it. Well, Chris, like now we think about now, Bass is on full time, so it's going um, yeah, to open up. We've got a lot more time to be able to invest in this kind of stuff. It's funny. I've got him in this morning um, working on some stuff for me while we do this, but he's got his yeah. graduation this afternoon. Oh, good on you. And yep. um, as I was saying, oh, yeah, what's the plan? You know, is anyone going to fall over on stage on purpose or anything like that? Because live streamed as well. So I was like, man, back in the day we would have had a field day with that or we would have mm. wanted to. Yeah. But I was telling him about your uh, speech. Oh, oh, yeah. Which damn one? it, I was going a different part. No. So do you remember at the- <laughs> Mr. Roo, he wants some. <laughs> Do you remember the graduation speech you did? Um, yeah, absolutely. Was, the was, Dr. Seuss, all the places it. you'll go. Yeah, you can still um, uh, the, they've still got it in that the, the book actually. Yeah, yeah. I live for that book. That was a uh, that was that was yeah that was a fun day. Well, no, my mum remembers mm. that. My mum's oh John's speech that day was just amazing. I've so. used a a, a, re- a rejigged Dr. Seuss quote on some gift vouchers that I'm handing out. Oh, are you week. serious? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so we've got these coffee gift vouchers, and we've reworked a, a places you'll go saying into what, talking about coffee. Oh, that's perfect because that 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 oh, oh the places you'll go is probably Brilliant. my favourite book of his. But that was I know what I can't remember which one I started. Um, I think I opened up with that. Oh, is it um, welcome? Um, it was yeah something along welcome all of life's. Um, no, we're just, just, just. It was cracking anyway. Yeah, Look, and I, your speech is something that you, you don't really remember any other speeches from any other assemblies, but 
Yeah, you, right. You That's ticked cool. all the boxes there. Oh, thanks for saying, man. Actually, there was one little bit, though, that is not in the book that we did do is I promised um, my friend Nick Gasper at the time that I would find a way to squeeze his name into the speech. <laughs> and when as the captains, though, you're all, we're all designated a certain little thing that we have to reference to the school. And mine was talking about extracurricular activities. So what I did then was I went, um, now, obviously, Guildford, you can do a whole range of things, where it be you can take up football or soccer or netball or gassy or swimming or <laughs> and I just threw his name he in there. just dropped it in as and, a um, subliminal thing. No one paid attention aside from him and uh, old Webby who was sitting next to him as well. Is they're just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did it. <laughs> Found a way. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of other places we'll go, maybe we could um, go to somewhere else, something real estate related because people yeah. have stuck with us this far. Uh, would be interested in hearing about the Hobart property market. Mm. Another article's come out this week that we uh, we definitely want to talk about and it's about the values rising in um, in Hobart and yeah. the rents kind of receding. But, John, you've kind of got an opinion about what may be happening. Well, when doesn't John have an opinion? Well, I, won't, <laughs> I don't even think they're good opinions, but they're, 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 it's more like a, a, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, there's a, there's a couple of things that are happening soon. So what Mandy Welling, the, the REIT president, mentioned in this article is that though rents have receded, um, it's unlikely that that, um, you know, it's best that people don't relax on that laurel because um, th- there's a lot that's going to be changing in the coming months. So one of them first that she'd mentioned is that obviously the borders are going to be able to be opening up. And secondly, too, is that the um, emergency COVID legislation that was in place will um, is, you know, due to end on the 1st of December, unless, of course, they do another re- review. Of yeah. So will they be reviewing that to kind of work out whether that's something that needs to be continued or do we think we're at a point where it's kind of like, that's well, the idea, yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't take a guess on that. Okay. But obviously the, the biggest things at the moment that are, that's restricting is, um, first of all, you can't have any rent increases at all. Um, and also when you do a notice to vacate, it has to be for very specific reasons. So either the owner's, um, you know, selling um, selling it or um, they're, you know, they, you know, they're moving in to be able to do major renovations. So you, but you can't, or in the normal cases where, you know, you've got mortgage in possession, et cetera, but you still, you can't just um, have a, you know, end a lease and then find a new person with a uh, you know increase in the rent. You, you still can't do that. So if then the normal, um, if everything returns to normal, you know there's no emergency legislation overriding it. Well, of course there's going to be a lot of rent increases that have been sitting, you know, been waiting to be able to go into place that um, haven't been able to um, activate, it. activate it. Yeah. So I mean, my, my investment property is a classic example of that. When when it, when I purchased it, it was right during the the midst of the um, legis, you know, the the COVID. Part like about March or April, yeah. Um, and I mean, we already had that discussion with the tenant to say, look, it, they're they're on an v- exceptionally good wicket right now, um, and they know that the increase is coming, but um, they would they would have happily paid on the day, like they weren't at an issue at all. However, the legislation restricted us yep. from doing it, so they've had you know another six months of an even better a better time, you could say. We've probably covered over this before, but mm. so essentially, it's not an increase just because people are greedy and they want to kind of be like, oh, I can get more money out of it, so I'm going to. It's kind of set off your you'd be having extra debt because the rent that you've allocated yep. a certain amount of money to pay off the mortgage is going to be this. So you, well, am I making well, sense? It would straight, well, look, we may as well speak about my circumstance specifically. So at the, at the moment the tenants are paying 285 a week. Yep. Um, the market rent for this property is actually close to about 380 um, now, in order for me to be able to ensure that that property is running, um, you know, taking care of itself, um, we'll need to move it to about 320 a week, um, which is still an exceptionally good deal for the tenant. And yep. then it means that I can relax a little bit and all, they get a really good deal. And also too, it's a bit of give and take because I intend to develop that site. So they're going to be disturbed somewhat as, um, you know, that we progress with the property 
for sure, yep. development, you see. But I mean, they're more than happy with that. Um, so in this, in my particular case, um, you know, the tenant's going to be getting a good rent, but it works for me, and you know, everyone's happy. But I think with the point you're going to, you know, making where not everyone's just increasing rents because they're greedy. That's that, that's if you look at our portfolio, um, you know, that doesn't always happen if the landlord doesn't want it. Even if we're going to encourage them to say, look, you know, this is an investment for you. Make sure that you, you know, move to the market rent because you have to consider if you sell and there's a tenant in place, well, then if you're severely under market, it's going to really restrict your potential to sell. An interesting thought on how things are going to pan out then is we've, because everyone's, you know, the borders have been locked down, we haven't had a natural progression of um, population growth like we're experiencing. Um, well, it's going to be really interesting to see then if the Airbnb markets start to um, come, come back, back on um, or and then, you know, obviously that'll have an effect back in the premium end of the markets, which most of those properties are within. Yep. Um, and also too now, um, you know, the, the normal sense then, are we still going to have, you know, a, a larger influx of um, pressure on um, properties again like we were before COVID started. So if that's the case, well, of course, we've got more supply than demand. Well, yes, that'll have an upward um, pressure on um, rental prices. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens after December 1st. Well, that's covered the rent article part of the article. The bit that I really liked was the sale side of the article. Of course yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. That's my rent. wife's side of the thing. Yeah. Um, but what I found was interesting was that Hobart right prices are almost to Brisbane levels now, which is crazy. Yeah, no, this is bad for us because that means that um, our boy Simon Presley is not going to be want to talk to us because we're going to be worth more than his city. Yeah, and, that's right. But actually, maybe he'll call us to ask. Yeah, yet he no. still has two AFL teams. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, it's very interesting. So the Hobart home values have climbed higher, edging closer to Brisbane. It's gone up to about 498 or what have we got was here? It, yeah, 498,000. Almost five hundred thousand is the medium dwelling value of, which is Hobart. nearly forty grand higher than this time last year. So, mm. in twelve, if you built, bought twelve months ago, you made forty thousand dollars on your investment. Woo! Hot day. <laughs> well, that's it's crazy, isn't it? That um, even after through everything, the property prices have still been growing in um, Hobart. And didn't it say too? Is that you know we we actually had um, the second. Um, highest capital growth, but then further to that though is it you know nine point was it nine point six nine point eight percent in regional centres. So you know outside of Hobart, well then we've got I mean those regionals count for Launceston and Burnie and all those kind mm. of larger cities as well, and they've actually seen the best growth. And I think that gentleman Tim Lawless, the um, chief economist of um, RP Data, is it then um, people are wanting to and you know because of everything that happened, they realise that there's a lot more flexibility to work from home, so they can start to look at areas that they otherwise wouldn't have. The idea of the way the CBD will work post all this and people mm. being all on top of each other and the ability to work from home. Like, again, we've still got, I think, like the internet in Australia is ranked like the 64th best in it's the world. It's terrible, yeah. It's horrible. So imagine yep. if we'd invested in having really good internet ages ago and this was something that could have been done not because of a pandemic but just because of like, oh, the idea of the Aussie lifestyle is, you know, you work a little bit just so you can get to the beach in the afternoon, like almost like yeah. the, the siesta idea of yep. kind of like work hard at home and then play hard at, at work or whatever the reverse of that is. Yeah. But it would be really interesting if we were kind of all, you know, living in these regional places rather than just being like, all right, let's be boom, 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 right on top of the world, on top of each other. Yeah, well, and that's, um, I suppose, the the idea when you're living in the middle of a big CBD, it's got, you want to be, you know, in the midst of the hustle and bustle. But uh, most of the reasons why people move to Tasmania is because they don't want that. Um, and that makes me, it was just like we were having a little thought bubble before we started. Well, he, he mentioned that, you know, people want the lower density. 
Whereas, I mean, obviously we've got these expanding little regional centres. It's like, well, it makes me wonder is, you know, do people want townhouses in Tasmania or do they want the land? You know, like I, I, I have no clue what that's going to look like because I know a lot of city planning at the moment, They, we know that our um, areas are so underutilised but is that do the does the actual public in the future going to want to have more well, density? Or this is another separate. This is another area where you've got an expert in your back pocket that you've been promising to bring in, and it'd be great to have the mayor of Glenorchy yeah, come. Yeah, well, she's and ready to catch up now because the uh, the Glenorchy future plan's been approved through council, so they're ready to talk about it. So we can lock her down for an interview. When John? Well, that's uh, up to Christy. Unfortunately, she was uh, for her and I to catch up one on one for half an hour. It took us two weeks, so well. Um, well, you better start emailing. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, I'll do that first thing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Before, after we're finished, promise. <laughs> Watch this space. Next yeah. week we'll still be the same position. Yeah. Well, actually, next week I was going to try and get our boy Andrew Leggett to come back in from Rams. Uh, did you guys see this stuff about the interest rate? Like 0.25% or something? Yeah, so I don't, again, this is something I, I texted him about it last night. I was like, mate, what does this mean for the future of my, because i um, going through him for my home loan mm. and he's like, oh, what does it mean? And he's like giving me this big thing and I was like, ah. Bro, bro. Bro. One sentence. Yeah. Talk, <laughs> do I pay more or less? Yeah. Talk, answer one sentence. Yeah. Nothing. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, man, like can you explain it to me? And he's like, ah, oh, it's too in-depth over text. So I said, well, is it worth talking about on the pod? He said, yeah, that's something we could we could probably arrange. So I'll try and get someone that actually knows what and they might be able about? to talk about what you were talking about before as well. Mm, mm. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Andrew if you're listening, which I know you are. Um, we're going to need your services next week, mate. So keep, Come on back. keep your morning free for recording. Sounds good. You're good, gents. Yeah, look, so what, what we'll try and do is we'll get him in next week. We're, I've got you on your taskmaster. You've still got your two guests that you've been promising from since yeah, day I've one. Yeah, sp- I spoke with Luke and he said um, just send the different dates and him and Seals will we'll, we'll put one in. Every uh, Wednesday. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so he's got that information. You've sent him through every Wednesday from here on out. Well, uh, and, and, and if you listen to today's as well. <laughs> um, Luke. John's probably not going to email you, so I'm going to talk directly to you. Yeah. This is just for you, mate. Can you please maybe contact Aaron or I because your brother is a bit lacking <laughs> in the Department of Organisation. <laughs> we'll even play video games with him while it's happening. Like hey, we'll that'll record work. it over the... Like, yeah, those YouTube stars do those cross episodes. Yeah, we'll yeah. do it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, John. <laughs> we got this. We got this. We got this. All right, look, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with a really big bumper show, maybe heaps of guests, you never know. And we are sweating bullets in this studio yeah, it's really hot, so we're going to have to... Um, we're bringing a fan or something. Yeah, we're going to have to leave today, but thank I'm you, done. guys. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. You have been listening to The Property Pod, produced and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Real Estate and McGregor First National Propriety Limited. This podcast is general information only, and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel, and listeners should always seek and use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations express or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this 